the window with dementia. I'm Laura Banner, and I'm your host. If you're like me, then you have a to-do list that seems to go on and on and on, and you wait for just the right time, just the right mood to hit before you tackle certain tasks. Well, I've had a task that I have been postponing and trying to ignore, but now time deadlines are coming very close, and so I have been waiting for the moment to hit, the mood to be right for me to tackle this project. I'm getting some new floors in my house, and because of that, everything has to be taken out. All the furniture has to be moved out for about three days. And so I need to go ahead and declutter. I need to empty out cabinets because they're going to be moving some furniture. And of course, as you can imagine, you don't want those cabinets and drawers to be full. But I tend to wait for a special mood. And the mood that I wait for is the one where I just am willing to let go. I'm not going to hold on to things just because in the rare event that I might need it for that one special occasion, but yet that special occasion never seems to come. But nonetheless, I hold on to it just in case because I don't want to have to go to the store and try to replace it. But when this particular mood hits me, my family knows nothing is safe. I think my husband gets nervous because he knows if I start to tackle some of his belongings, there's a good chance that some of his um, favorite items that he finds, I don't know, near and dear to his heart, might find their way to the Goodwill or even the trash can. But I woke up this morning and I said to my husband, I'm in the right mood. And he knows right away what that means. And I spent all day cleaning out, decluttering. I'm not a hoarder, but anyone who saw the pile that I amassed ready to be given to Goodwill or taken down to the local consignment shop or even the trash can might say otherwise. But there is this feeling that I have when everything has been removed that I don't use. Everything seems a little bit simpler and my stress level goes down. And what's interesting to me is that I was unaware of my stress level until the end of the day when my shoulders dropped and I just felt a sense of peace. So why bring it up during a podcast that's about dementia? Well, I know a lot of you don't have the luxury of just waiting for that moment to hit, that mood to be right, for you to declutter and to organize. But the effect is the same. And so I encourage you, if you have a moment, maybe just tackle one drawer at a time, one room at a time, whatever your time schedule allows. Because the sense of peace that you will have by getting rid of things and opening up space and really only keeping what you need may give you some energy, some peace of mind that you don't have right now. You'll also find that your loved one who has dementia 
will benefit from that decluttering as well. Because the more items around, the more confusing different tasks tend to be for them. Clearing out extra books and magazines, a shelf full of knickknacks, or perhaps a counter that has lots of pictures, might be better if you just picked a few of those pictures to leave on the counter. And after you've gone through a magazine, throw it out. Or all those knickknacks, maybe be a little bit more selective with the ones that you leave out. You might be surprised because by decluttering, even if you don't think it's cluttered, if you take a survey and look around and try to use an objective eye, you might find that you have more in the way, more distractions than you're aware of because you've become used to it. Just like I was saying, I didn't realize my level of stress until at the end of the day when I just could reflect on how much more room I had. Your loved one will do the same. They will do better in an environment where there's less. So it's a win-win. Now again, as I mentioned, I know that you probably don't have the luxury of time to wait for that moment to hit. But instead of taking on the big task a full day as I did, you can go ahead and and just do it in segments. That sense of accomplishment that you'll have, that sense of peace, I think you'll find it refreshing. May even be a little bit energizing. I don't know. Something to think about. Anything that you can do that can make your life less stressful and your loved one's day less stimulated from an overwhelming standpoint, because again, we do want that brain stimulation, but not that overstimulation. Again, it's a win-win. Something to think about. Anyway, I hope you're having a great week. Thank you so much for listening. I know this is one of my shorter podcasts, but no need to go on. I think the point has been made. I hope you find it useful. If you don't already, please subscribe to my podcast. I release new episodes every Tuesday. Go ahead and leave me some feedback. I'd love to hear from you. You can also find me on Instagram. My handle, at compassionate underscore education, and my website, compassionateeducation.com. There's a lot of useful information there as well. I have written two books. One is Looking Through the Window at Dementia, and the other is Senior Living, Taking Back Your Golden Years. Check them out. They're both available on Amazon. Thanks so much, everybody. Have a great week. I'll be back next Tuesday. Take care. Bye-bye.